to the 8th episode of the Working From Home Ireland podcast. I am Morgan Barden, and for the past 11 years, I've been working from home full-time. In this series, I want to share with you the experiences and learnings I've gained during my time working from home. In this episode, I wanted to discuss what role employers have in assisting their employees in managing and maintaining a working from home presence. Over the past few years, the technologies that a lot of us use in our office-based situations have moved to cloud-driven tech, allowing us to do more and more on our phones and personal devices. We can check emails, do our accounts, share documents, and even start a print run in the office from the comfort of our own homes. While not every role in your organisation can be moved to remote working, there are opportunities that companies can employ today that can help with the safer working environment for all. Over the past few months, we have seen more and more people adapting Zoom and Skype for remote meetings with both team members and customers. Banks and financial institutions are doing more meetings over video conferencing rather than in-person meetings. Digital document signing is available for those that need contracts signed and legal firms and the courts are allowing these documents to be included in day-to-day proceedings. Companies are using Office 365 or Google Suite for email and calendar appointments, document sharing and collaboration to take place remotely. Data protection and GDPR policies when working from home should be the same as those that you have in place when working from the office. Ensure that your employees are aware of both and who to contact should there be a breach in either. The National Cyber Security Centre has published a Working From Home Security Advice document which is available from their website ncsc.gov.ie. There are a lot of technologies out there that can be easily and affordably moved over to allowing your business to convert over to remote and secure working practices should you not be able to do so at the moment. Ask your IT team for recommendations around how best to implement these. The most valuable asset your business has is its employees. Without a good team behind you, your business could easily fail. So supporting them is the most critical thing you can do. Previously, you might well have allowed your employees to take time off to look after a sick child or family member, get to critical doctor or dentist visits, or drop a car off for service. You know that your employees would make up that time, so there should be no difference now. Some of your employees might be caring for a family member that is self-isolating or helping their child with homeschooling or grieving for the loss of a family member or friend. But as long as you are aware of what is going on with them, know that at the end of the day, the work will still be done. Make sure you are having conversations with your employees around these difficult times and let them know that family is important to you too. This will also help you in retaining the employees you have and promoting a business image that new potential hires would like to be part of. While as a business owner in a small business, this is something that can be easy to achieve. For larger firms, make sure your management teams are telling you how their team members are doing on a personal level so that you can ensure they are being supported by the business in any way that they can. As an employer, you still have a duty of care to those employees when they are working outside of your offices. This includes the health and safety of your employees. 
If you have not considered this at this point, then it is important that you review and document this policy to ensure that you and your employees are aware of the health and safety requirements in their home offices. These duties include the employee's workspace if employees work from home. The key duties include managing and conducting all work activities to ensure, as far as reasonably practicable, the safety, health and welfare of employees. Providing safe work that is planned, organised and maintained. Assessing risks and implementing appropriate control measures. Providing safe equipment, including personal protective equipment where necessary. Giving information, instruction, training and supervision about safety and health to the employees. Having plans in place for emergencies. And if you have a team member that is disabled, are young workers or interns, or are pregnant, you need to ensure that the working conditions that they are under do not affect their health in any way. Ensure that you have emergency contact information for your employees and that they have emergency contact information for you or their manager too. A lot of charities that your company might have been supporting over the years are struggling with fundraising appeals at the moment. So consider what your business can do to help them to fundraise more. This might be as easy as including them on your social media accounts, getting employees to include their information in your email signatures, or organizing a virtual fundraising event. We have seen a lot of businesses over the past few months supporting local businesses too, such as coffee shops and other retail units, by getting behind them and purchasing at-home kits for employees through them. Supporting your local community will also help in ensuring your business is supported back by others in the community. There are always going to be businesses that just cannot do working from home, such as frontline retail and manufacturing, doctors and nurses, etc. But work-life balance at the moment is the one key element we have discussed today that should be considered where possible. Ensuring the safeguarding of your employees and maintaining a strong communications plan with them around both work and personal issues during this time is key to maintaining a working business plan and ensuring your employees that you understand the difficulties that we are all under. The Department of Business, Enterprise and Innovation have a number of resources on their website to help support you as a business during this time. And local enterprise offices are also there to help and assist. So make sure you are in contact with them in relation to any questions you might have around how best to get support as a business and how best to support your employees. While not everything covered in this episode will work for you, I hope that some of the topics that I have raised will help you in finding a balance between working from home and living at home. If you liked what you heard, please don't forget to rate and review this episode and subscribe to this series for future podcasts. For more information on my experiences of working from home, you can find me on LinkedIn using the link in the series description or on Twitter at WFH Ireland.